BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. I am Rob Dukes from Generation Kill, and you're listening to Talking Metal. Hey, it's Mark Striegel. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal podcast. We're going to get into the episode in just a moment, but before we do that, we are going to thank everyone on Patreon. If you don't want to hear everyone who supports me on Patreon, if you don't want to hear their names, there's a little thing there that you can skip ahead on your Apple podcast app or however you're listening to that. So I don't want to hear complaints about this because these are the most important people to this show. Adrian Cusick, Dane Damage, Madison Hatter, Seth B., Alan Janssen, Hank Reeves, John Simpson, Huckney Jacobson, John Barron, Ed Ferguson, Denny Striegel, Patrick Sabin, Jerry from Salt Lake City, Blue Walsh 21, Victor Guzman, Guzman, Victor Guzman, Glenn Watson, Joey Vancherry, Gene Eugene DX, Sean Richmond, Mario Charance, Andrew Miller, Jeremy Weltman, Chris Riley, Johan Erdstrom, Stephen Rodriguez, Tommy Anderson, Gregory Muse, Kenny McCrimmon, Leo Shaben, a.k.a. Leo from Alaska, Brad Dahl from Yarg Metal. If you don't have the Yarg radio app, get it. Man, such good music streaming on that thing. Dan Gurwan. Hey, Dan, I sent you a little uh, DM on Patreon. Never heard back from you. Hope you're doing well, man. Jerry from Long Island, Sam Soupy, Drake, Matt Carroll, Joe Ryan, Jason Seth, Stephen Saylor, Ron Keel, Jean-Francois Blah, Anthony Mackey, James Bennett, David Gray, Fred Roots, Michael Street, Mike Jones, Steve Hoker, John Bovari, and our longest-running patron, Mr. Metal Dan. All right, let's get into the episode right now. All right, guys, we got Rob Dukes former Exodus vocalist, current generation kill vocalist. And don't forget about the Fragile Mortals Mortals project he did with uh, Daryl McDaniel's DMC from Run DMC. That was good stuff, too. Anyways, he's all, uh, all in on Generation Kill right now, and we are going to be talking about the new music that Generation Kill is doing with Rob Dukes, as well as... Other stuff, of course, Star Wars. Uh, just talk about life in general. Our good buddy Dan Lorenzo, 
um, Tom from Exodus, who's currently dealing with some medical issues, as we all know. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff with Rob and much more. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I did want to just say that, you know, once we get to 100 patrons on Patreon, we will do a bi-weekly video show. I say when I say we, I mean I. I will do a Mark Striegel bi-weekly video show that gets posted to the people on Patreon first and then goes out to everyone else a day or two later on YouTube. And it will be not me talking into the iPhone. It's not Mark in the minivan. It's not that nonsense. It is me giving you a highly produced show every other week. And, you know, we just got to get to 100. We're at 50. I think we can do it. I really, I do believe, I know it's it's not going to be easy. It took a, took a lot of effort to get to 50, so, but let's get to 100, guys. Let's do it. There's someone out there right now who can afford two bucks a month on Patreon. Come on, man. Two bucks a month, you get a free podcast, a free bonus podcast every week, plus you support what I'm doing on this show right now. Yeah, let's do it. And while you're at it, man, drink some Dash Vodka. All right, that's the business. Let's get into our discussion here. Yeah, so we did a live show. I was going to post that as today's episode. It was with Bobby Blitz of Overkill and Corey Glover of Living Color and like 20 other projects. But I'm like trying to download it from the people who record it. We work with like a production crew and it's like 25 gigs and it keeps crashing. So I think I have to drive over to Fairview with my hard drive, get them to lay it off and then go pick up the hard drive and bring it back and you know get stripped audio and all this type of stuff. So in the meantime, if you want to see it, it's up on YouTube. Um, but uh, it, you're not going to hear it here today. You will probably hear it next week. Hopefully I'll have it ready by then. I really wanted that to be this week's episode because to post it next week, it's like old and stale at that point. But um, yeah, there you go. I can't, you know, I, I'm working more than a full-time job right now so I don't have time to like drive a half hour drop the drive off drive a half hour home drive a half hour back and drive to pick it up drive a half hour home I just I don't have time so I got to make time but maybe this weekend or or you know later this week I can make that happen we'll have that show up in podcast form for anyone who missed the video version of it Again, if you can't wait for the podcast, go watch the video version on YouTube. It was a bit of a train wreck episode. I, I will I will be honest. A lot of times after the live show, I walk away thinking, yeah, that fucking kicked ass. That wasn't the feeling I had after this show. There was a lot of technical problems and yeah, it was just a little all over the place. I didn't feel great about it, but we got some good news, I think, from some good little tidbits, you know, exclusives from Corey and, and Bobby Blitz of Overkill. So, yeah, that's that. So, yeah, let's uh, let's also mention that if you do a $5 a month Patreon thing, I'll send you out a Talking Metal t-shirt. Yeah, man, so it's, it's busy, man. I'm working, I'm getting ready to move. On Friday, we don't have to wear masks in New Jersey anymore indoors. Can't wait for that. Um, totally psyched to get rid of the mask. I'm vaccinated. I got my kid vaccinated. His first dose of Pfizer. He's 12 years old. My 10-year-old can't get vaccinated. It's not old enough. But hope all you guys are doing the right thing and getting vaccinated so we can get our concerts back sooner than later. I've heard from a number of you guys and I love hearing, hey, Mark, I, you know, I got my vaccine. I, I wanted to let you know you were an influence on me. I had very little side effects 
like hardly any. Emily had some side effects on her second dose, but not bad. She was just like out of it for like a night and then woke up the next day fine. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was I I was a little tired. I felt like I had the chills after the second dose for like three hours and then I was fine. It was crazy. My son had his first dose, absolutely zero side effects. So it's safe, it's smart, it's not political. Biden got the vaccine, Trump got the vaccine. There I don't care who you voted for, it shouldn't have anything to do with that. It's it's the thing to do for all of us uh, right now. And please do it so we can get our concerts going again. And I saw one concert. I saw Jordan Rudis. It was great interviewing him before that show and seeing him play. So much fun. Really great, um, great time watching him sit at a grand piano and blow my mind. He's so good. So good. Jordan of Dream Theater is who I saw a little over a week ago perform live in South Orange, New Jersey at SOPAC. So let's uh, let's go to Twitter, man. I, I threw this out there on Twitter the other day. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Talking Metal. Love to get some, love to get some uh, conversation going with you there on Twitter. And I just threw this out there today. I was listening to Coast to Coast by Scorps, man. God, it's such a great, great freaking song. Michael Shanker's on that one. and You can hear him all over that song. Coast to Coast, it's an instrumental song off the Love Drive record. And one of my favorite hard rock metal instrumental songs. So I just threw it out there to the people on Twitter. I said, name a great hard rock instrumental. Hard rock that can be metal, it can be rock, whatever. And uh, here's some of the... um, responses i got transylvania from maiden the debut the debut record underrated awesome awesome track sam from pennsylvania said that you know sam we used to have a super old version of the talking metal intro like i'm talking like 12 years ago where we used that song a little bit um such a good good tune frankenstein steve hoker on twitter saying who is uh, at starman nj Frankenstein, the original is great, but the overkill version is amazing. Right on, Steve. Right on, Steve. Juan Cordero, the uh, at real Juan Cordero, Cardero. I'm not sure how you pronounce your name. Juan, had some good interaction with Juan on Twitter, and he says, "Switch six two five off of High and Dry by Def Leppard." That is a great one. I love that tune. I love that tune, Juan, and it is really one of the only deep cuts, if you will, in Def Leppard's set list nowadays. I mean, because it's kind of a deep cut, you know? I mean, your average soccer mom doesn't know Switch 625, but I believe they play that so Joe Elliott can take a break, you know, because they don't really do straight-out drum solo or guitar solo, but they play they play Switch 625. I always just call it Switch is, is for shorts. And I and Joe Elliott gets a little break, you know. So I that's one of my favorite parts. N- no disrespect towards Joe Elliott, but I love when they play Switch six two five in concerts. So good good call on that one, and a lot of other great responses that you can check out on my Twitter feed. The Ultra Violence by Death Angel, Orion by Metallica said Noble Prize. Mike Noble, Mike dash un- or Mike underscore Noble. Good one, and a lot of really good sparks by the Who. I like that. Steven threw that one out. 
Rick said Starship by Ace Frehley. Nice. Another another person said Switch 625. Yeah, that's a good one. YYZ, of course. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. Into the Arena. Paul said that. Yeah, so much good stuff. Mr. Scary, Dokken. Great stuff, guys. I love corresponding with everyone on Twitter. Another one I did recently was name a song. What did I say? Here, I'm looking for it. Name a great song about aliens or UFOs. We had some great response on this. Alien Frequency by Big Elf featuring Mike Portnoy on drums was my choice for that. A few of the others, and you can read this on my Twitter feed. Dead Sky Dawning by Hypocrisy. And that was a response by today's guest, Rob Dukes. Jeremy Weltman said, The Carpenters Calling Occupants of Interplanetary Craft. I didn't know this song, Jeremy, and I went and listened to it. I love it. And it's not, don't be embarrassed. It's pure cheese, but it's it's fun, man. That's a great tune. And I was so glad you turned me on to that. I've listened to it like three times since then. Um, Inner Paths to Outer Space by Blood Incantation, said uh, Drake, which is at God Eats Lambs on Twitter. Dan, Metal Dan, said Rock Goddess. The visitors are here. I went back and listened to that. I hadn't heard that in a very long time. Dan, Metal Dan, great call. Who's Behind the Door by Zebra? I didn't know that's about aliens, That, but I got to pay attention to the lyrics on that. And a lot of great responses coming in on Twitter for that. Agent Steele, somebody said. Hangar 18, of course, right? Unstoppable Force was the Agent Steel one. Somebody said Love Walks In by Van Halen. That's that's about aliens. Wow. Okay. Did not know that. You learn something new every day, huh? So great always corresponding with people on Twitter. Again, my Twitter is at Talking Metal. My Instagram is at Talking Metal. There's also another like Instagram where I post pictures of my kids, which is a private account. But of course, if you, you know, request to follow me and you look halfway normal i usually grant you access to that so that's it let's do this this is rob dukes a guy i met way back in 2007 i want to say yeah i think 2007 man and we jammed metallica on my old tv show talking metal on fuse and uh, tom hunting was helping out with rob with the vocals and john astronomy was playing drums so yeah what a great memory and i have to say he's been a friend ever since man we did a interview with him at a bar the circus bar i know john has interviewed them once backstage at an exodus show i think i may have been, done that too i've interviewed rob at the gibson showroom so many great interviews and i do believe he's he's one of the most frequent guests on talking metal he may hold the record for the most interviews you know with one specific person i i would if i had to guess i would think that is rob dukes there's a couple other like like dan lorenzo who probably come close but i'm guessing it's rob dukes because he's on you know at least twice a year I, i feel like and and sometimes more maybe and he's always welcome he is a member of the talking metal family he is a former member of exodus he is a current member of generation kill he is smoking a cigar and the room he's smoking the cigar in is a little noisy but we can still hear pretty much everything he says so let's check out this interview right now here on talking metal mr rob dukes 
Hey, it's Mark Striegel of Talking Matter. You're welcoming back to the show one of our most frequent and favorite guests, Rob Dukes, who is checking in from Arizona with a cigar. What kind of cigar are you smoking, Rob? I am smoking a black label trading company called the uh, Morphine. The Morphine. Wow, it sounds, sounds heavy duty, man. <laughs> it's, yeah. pretty, it's a good cigar, man. It's, uh, I'm celebrating this weekend, so... Uh, um, uh, smoke some good cigars this weekend. Yeah, and you told me what you're celebrating. Yeah. We might get into that a little bit later, but I'm celebrating because yeah. Generation Kill, man, you're releasing new music. There is a new record yeah. on the way, but let's talk about what just came out. A new music video, a new track, Never Relent, which reunites you and who? Tell us. And, and fucking Gary fucking man. Yeah. It sounds amazing, man. The track is so good. Uh, How did this come um, about? Yeah, thanks. Um, so we, we we completed like four or five songs. It took us a while, man. We we uh, you know, um, I know it's it's felt like it's been forever since we released anything. So we went through this process where we were we were creating songs, and and then we would then we'd throw them away and be like, nope, not good enough. And then <laughs> then we'd move forward. And we kept right. doing that, and then finally we we fucking have ten songs that we're really stoked with, and uh, got some really cool guests, and and uh, and Gary was the first one. I was like, "Hey, Gary, man, do a solo for me." And he's like, "Okay." It, it took like six months before he was touring and doing shit, and then um, this is pre-pandemic, and then um, he finally had uh, some. We got some studio time, and and. Um, and uh we got it done man and fucking, we fucking killed it you know what i mean so uh the solo is fucking perfect for the song it's it's one of those songs that we kind of uh, it's it's it goes throws back to the exhibit b exodus kind of style that was a uh not on purpose just this way it folded unfolded you know um I, I thought it was very Duke's era Exodus myself, you know, when I heard. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, you know, we just, we went fast. We we're like, all right, we're going to go super fast. Lots of double bass. And it was just the album opener. I'm like, okay, we got to fucking come out of the gate. Just, just slamming people on the face with a shovel. And that's what we did. So, and uh, yeah. And yeah, no, yeah. no pun intended there with shovel-headed yeah. kill machine. <laughs> so, yeah, so the uh so from there it just we we kept you know zeus was kind of like uh like so uh we weren't with zeus in the room so we were just flying him files and he was basically just like yeah just keep on this path just keep doing this so um we did a couple uh mid tempos we you know one of the things that me and zeus talk about he goes you know you know the album we're all gonna die is it? he's like dude it's a fucking stellar album but you got a little weird on it and you got a little um not artsy but he was like just just dude just one of the things you might want to focus on is just banging ahead just fucking just go boom 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 and that's kind of what we did we kind of left the arty stuff out of it and um we can uh we can travel down that road when we when we choose and it wasn't for any specific reason it was just that you know what man we just want to go out and fucking just just write a fucking nasty, mean fucking record that, right. that, that we were, that we liked. So, so we kept, yeah, we kept doing songs and then throwing them away, starting over, like writing stuff and completing it in pre-production and going, ah, no, nope. next. It's like, it was you like, set the bar like, high like, for yourself. 
Yeah, it was like it was like building a hot rod. You know, I mean, um, when you build a hot rod, the wheels are the wheels are key. It's like the first thing you do, and then you build the car. And uh, I, I've I've known people walk wheels and you know spend thousand dollars on them, put them on the car, and went nope. Start over, got rid of them, started new ones. And that was the same kind of thing we were doing. So uh, each song went through like high scrutiny, and, and uh, it was it's, it's it's coming to to me. It's it's been an incredible process. And, and, Absolutely, you know, going. I mean, the guys just going through it, and everyone's on the same page. No one's uh, everyone's kind of like totally on board. And when we would get done with something, we're like, yeah, we're not going to use that. Nobody's feelings were hurt. It was like, okay. Cool. Right yeah. on. Now, Rob, when yeah. you say when you say it went through a lot of scrutiny, is that from the band internally, or was Zeus involved in kind of scrutinizing the songs, or wh- who was actually weighing in on the songs? Oh, me. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. I was doing it. I would right. just be like, you know, and you know, and I, I just it was me basically. I'm not going to put that on anyone else. And everyone else was, they were all stoked. They were like, yeah, whatever. And then like as soon as I'd be like, you know, and then I I'd, I'd, I'd say my piece, and they'd be like, fucking fine, all right, let's do something else. And then they it's it wasn't there wasn't any like any weirdness. It was just like, okay, you're driving the ship. We're cool. Let's just do it. You know what I mean? And and we're gonna everyone. Yeah, it was it was it was fucking. You know, it's a band, dude. It's a, you know, there's a, it's a democracy, but it's also a, uh, it's also a, not a democracy. You know what I mean, it, I said, it goes both ways. And there's a, um, you know, and every the, the 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 main philosophy that we had was what's ever best for the band, what's ever best for the album, what's ever best for the song. That's that's how it, that's what was unfolding. And so we, whenever there was something a little bit, eh, and normally, listen. It wasn't the guys. It was it was either my performance or it was just, you know, here's the bar and we're either gonna we're either gonna we're gonna top it or we're gonna stay level, but we're not gonna go below it. And right. that's kind of what was was driving the the whole thing. And and they were cool with it, man. It was cool. I mean, look, we weren't together. It was like because of the pandemic, we recorded everything separately. Everyone was no one was together, and it was just kind of weird and. But we somehow, you know, you've heard the the title track, the first track, and it's 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 uh, you know, it it there's a cohesiveness there. Like we didn't, you can't tell that we weren't together, you know. Right on. Now, now, Rob, you said the title track uh, never relates. It's not the title track. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I was going to say I I have down. So the album is going to be called MK Ultra, right? Yeah. Right. Cool. And the first single, Never Relent, featuring. Obviously, Generation Kill, but also Gary Holt. You Gary Holt. earlier said other. You mentioned, I think you said special guests, plural. So there's yeah. other people who will be yeah. involved on the record. Yeah. Anybody yeah. you can talk about, or not quite yet. Um, uh, I get, John Joseph uh, came on and sang with us, man. John Joseph uh, cool. from the Cro-Mags and uh, and um, <laughs> Blood Clot. He uh, he. I wrote, we wrote a song specifically with him in mind and, um, we wrote it about a year ago and, uh, I wrote lyrics for it and then I threw them away and then I went in the, I wrote new lyrics and then I went in the studio, I sang it and then I threw them lyrics away. And then finally, um, I, I sat one night and it just hit me. Boom. And I, and I wrote the lyrics and, and over a weekend and then I, 
I sent them to John and I sent them the song and he was like, I'm in fucking a. And then like a week later he went to the studio and fucking just killed it. I mean, it's so fucking, it's just so cool that, yeah. And I'm just, I mean, I'm fucking honored. There's fucking John Joseph, man. It's like on my album. Right. It's fucking yeah. killer. Legendary. And we're all just, we, so we were all just fucking stoked. Man. Like, uh, you know, uh, a couple of guys were able to be there when he did it. I wasn't even able to be there. I just, uh, I saw the video and, and, and I spoke to John a lot on the phone. And so we were, we were going back and forth and, and then, uh, he wrote this killer post, you know, that he was, the lyrics are great. The music was great. He was so stoked to be an honor to be a part of it. And it was just, you know, we're like blown away. We're like, dude, you're one of our fucking heroes and you're on our record. <laughs> wow. You know, how fucking Amazing. cool is that? So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And uh, a couple of the others I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm going to, I'm going to keep for the surprise. So, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, John's in there. Yeah. Right on. And what's the plan? The full length is coming soon. And will there be more singles released before the full length? When, when's the, uh, what, what's the schedule for releasing this? So the first single comes out next Friday, May 28th is never relent with the video. And, and, uh, and, um, the single drops like on all the, you know, all the media. And then, um, and then June at the end of the month, there'll be another single with a video. And then July, there'll be another single with a video. And, um, and then the album will drop in August. So, um, but it could be September. I can't, I can't, like nothing is set in stone. We're trying to, we're just trying to, uh, we're trying to tidy up all the ends and try to make it all come together. And we have some final things we got to do, but we're so close that we are like, okay, we got three months to kind of finalize the artwork right. and some of the other stuff. So, um, okay. Anyway, yeah. So Never Relent comes out, you said May 28th? Yeah, next Friday. Which is next Friday. Okay. So we will be posting this interview, Rob, on Tuesday, which means this coming Friday, when you're listening to it, guys, is the new single, Never Relent, featuring Gary Holt by Generation Kill. It is a brutal, brutal listen and just so good. And again, it took me right back to your arrow of Exodus. I, I, it just had that feel. And I don't know if it's, I, I don't know. And just to see Gary's name and hear his solo attached to the song. Wow. So good. Yeah. So we, we, you know, Gary, we, I don't think we wrote with him in mind. Just when we were done with the, when we were done with the song, I was like, you know, fucking Gary would be killer. So I called him. He was like, yeah, no problem. And, you know, uh, because his schedule, it took about six, seven months before he actually did yeah. it. So the song's been done a while. And then and then we did the video. And then yeah, he's not so in the video, start, though. So we started doing the video like last, like like a year ago, like last May or something. We started, we went, I flew out to New York uh, during the pandemic. It was kind of a nightmare. But we went and did it. Um, uh, you know, and Gary, Gary, Gary hurt his elbow. He, he has like, uh, some kind of injury to his elbow. And so through all this time, we've been trying to, he was trying to get it done, but he couldn't get it done. By the time we were done with the video, he was like, he couldn't play for like three or four months. Like he wasn't able to even use the guitar. And he was just uh, trying to heal his elbow because he's got to go do, you know, he, he finished a record. I think during the record, it like inflamed his elbow. So we just never got him in it. And it was like, ah. Eh. Whatever. I mean, the videos are videos are kind of nonsensical. Like they go right. out on YouTube and it's cool, but people are just going to be listening. They're not going to be watching anyway. So, um, 
his performance is fucking killer. And uh, so, you know, he's not in the video, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, right. I, I think people watch videos. They might watch it a minute or two. Or I mean, I don't watch them that much. I mean, right, right. unless well, they're funny, yeah. you know, unless they're interesting, I'll watch it. But I honestly, I, I mean, from my own experience, I mean, I'm just speaking from my own personal experience. Right. Um, I'm more of a just put it on and let me listen to it. You know what yeah. I mean? So right on. Well, the video yeah. does look great. You guys did a, a great job of that. And yeah, cool, man. Yeah. I, I hope people do watch it and listen to it. It is uh, a, just a great song. And let's, let's talk about Exodus. I don't know how much you're in touch with Tom, but your, your former bandmate from the, the band, we've been hearing reports on his illness and his battle against it i mean pretty serious stuff are you talking much with with tom yeah i spoke with him yesterday man we, oh wow we, yeah we were talking basketball and hockey yesterday so um i've been speaking with him pretty regularly texting constantly and uh so i know you, yeah, he's in, you were real close real, with tom i was uh, yeah me and, me and tom uh, were you know brothers man you know what i mean Just, yeah shit went awry for a little while but you know uh, that's all in the past and it is what it is but uh me and tom were, were were close i think tom is the reason i got my shot in exodus he was one of my biggest fans uh, when during the rehearsal process and during the the initial uh introduction into the band i mean tom was one of my biggest fans and um you know he was my buddy man we, we hung out on tour a lot we did a lot of shit outside playing we did a lot of you know just uh we'd run around cities and go eat cool food and you know just a lot of fun shit and a lot of good laughs and anyway so when i when i found when he called me and told me you know um you know he's all he's been in really good spirits and uh i love him to death i'm actually gonna go see him in a couple weeks i'm gonna fly up there on a weekend and uh and go hang out with him i, I was gonna go actually i was gonna go I, I i was gonna surprise him and so me and his wife were talking and we were gonna I was just going to show up and then go to a restaurant. She was going to take him out to right. eat and then I'd be sitting there. Um, but um, because of his uh, chemo, I kind of felt that I needed to talk to him about it and work it out. So I'm actually going to go uh, up to his house in the mountains and I'm going to um, I'm gonna spend a weekend up in the woods with him and have fires and fucking hang out and bullshit and talk cool. and, uh, and hang out. Yeah. So I'm wow. going to go. That's awesome. Him. Yeah. Uh, I, I know he is a fighter and it I mean I read a headline today that he he wants to play with Exodus during mm-hmm. the Michael Vegas show which I'm not sure when that yeah. is this fall is it I'm not sure it's, yeah, I think it's September yeah okay I think it's September and I and, uh, and it, dude he's he's a tough motherfucker man I mean, he, you know he's, you know, he's, he's gonna be fine you know what I mean yeah so, yeah cool very cool and there was some new music you you Every now and again, you drop a new track with uh, Dan Lorenzo cover tracks. There was another one that I think just dropped, right? Yeah. Can you talk about that? Yeah. We did. Uh, so Dan Lorenzo's uh, my buddy from New York. He was in the band 80s. And, uh, you and I and him, we did uh, Snowblind with John and yeah. Ron. One and of my favorite good. Talking Metal jams. Possibly my favorite <laughs> one <laughs> out of all it's- of them. It's possible, yeah. Of all of them, it, it was. It sounded incredible. It was fucking fun to do. You know, uh, we did it over at the Gibson Studios, right? Uh, yeah, the Gibson York. Showroom, which isn't there anymore. Yeah. That was the old Hit yeah. Factory, man. I, I don't. It's condos yeah. now. Oh, really? Fuck, that sucks. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that you know, from that time on, me and Dan had always talked, and then 
he hit me up for now and again, and we talked. And then one day, we just had the time to, hey, let's do a couple of songs that we like. And so uh, we did a, we've done a couple Kiss songs. We've done a couple. We did Strange Ways. That was fucking awesome. That was yeah. fun. Actually, John played that for Ace, which I thought was fucking great. I oh, thought right, that was right, cool. right. So we did that. We did, uh, and then we did. Um, uh, recently, we did Metal Gods by Priest. Yeah, and you know, he's always sending me fucking Halford songs. I'm like, dude, are you fucking nuts? I can't sing fucking Halford, man. Come on. So anyway, he sent me that one. I was like, all right, cool. And we did uh, we did uh, some Sabbath, and we've done some. AC, and just yeah, I thought I thought you did a great like. job with Metal Gods. Though it was a fun listen. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it came out good, man. I was I was happy with it, man. Yeah. So, and uh, we're just we're plugging along, man. We're gonna we're gonna try to do some originals, and and uh, you know, and, and, you know, um, I start a new job on Monday, and yeah, uh, man, you were telling me off air about that. Yeah. Congratulations! That's yeah, exciting. thanks, man. Yeah, tomorrow. So yes, yeah, recording this on a Sunday and. Rob starts a new, brand new job tomorrow morning, uh, guys. Yeah, stoked, man! I'm, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be restoring a, a Porsche 911, a 1966 wow. oh my Porsche God, 911. Right. So I'm upgrading from Volkswagen to Porsche. So, um, anyway, so you know, uh, when I have time, so now I, I'm actually gonna be working uh, different hours, so I'm gonna have more time for music and and uh, more time to tour and stuff. So, um. I got into. I, luckily, I got this position. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be cool. And it's going to allow me to serve two masters, man. You know, like I've battled for a year, a couple of years now. My job was um, was uh, five days a week. You know, eight hours a day, sometimes more, sometimes a little less. But um, it it really became harder to uh, focus on music. It was just it was it was it was hard to you know get home at seven o'clock at night and then you know, got to be in bed by like 10, 11 to get up to go to work the next day. And it was really hard to, to focus that creativity and that, that harness that energy to do that. And, um, so this new job is, is three days a week with four days off. Um, and, uh, so it's going to allow me to, um, to spend more time serving my other master, which is music and me and the, the owner talked and we both had an understanding of what we needed from each other. So, um, it, it worked out in everybody's best interest, and uh, you know, it's cool because it I, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, musician, and I want to play music, and I don't have a lot of years left to do this, man. I mean, fuck, I'm getting old, man. I, I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> dude. I bang my head for a video, dude. I was fucked up for three days, man. Like, fuck. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but I, you know, I love playing live. I'm a very aggressive live, so I want to. If I, if I had the opportunity to go out and play live again next year when or later this year into next year um i want the opportunity to do that because i you know life you only live life once so yeah i want to be able to to want to be able to do that and and the guy and the new the new job is going to allow that like i can i can go on tour if i have to right and is that something generation kill you foresee them doing with the release of the new record you guys would be out on the road touring yeah, we're we're actually we're actually uh, we we're talking with um, a booking agent and we're actually vying for a couple of tours. I I don't want to say anything yet because nothing's in stone. So, but it, where it looks like we we might have the opportunity to go to Europe uh, later this year and then maybe uh, the states uh, early next year with a couple different uh, tours that are rolling through and and just be able to you know go out and establish uh, a touring schedule and, and yeah. go out and do a few things here and there. 
So. And I think I think yeah. it's awesome that you recognize that you know that life isn't forever, man. Because I, I I do interviews with people, and there's some guys I talk with, you know, they're in their mid sixties, and they're like, well, you know, I feel like you know I got to do it now or never. But they should have thought of that like you know 15, 20 years ago because it's yeah. I mean, again, yeah. it, it's a it's a limited amount of time we have on this earth. And if anything, COVID for me is just like put me in a mindset that. I want to live life to the fullest now. I mean, I'm not, you know, it's just like, there's no time to yeah. wait. No time to wait. Yeah, I've been, exactly. And I've been focusing on, you know, basically just uh, what do I need? Because I, you know, for a couple of years, I was unable to, um, like I said, uh, and, and not begrudging my former job, but it just, it, it, you know, it was a company you work for it. You know what I mean? And they, right, um, right. but I wasn't, I, I kind of lost myself in, in uh, the time and the money and making my bills and all that. And I just found it, um, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I hear you. Like, I, I just, you know, you get, I get home at seven. You have, you have three, that gives me three hours to do everything I needed to do for myself. And it just wasn't enough. And I right. just, so I, so I walked away from it and I, right. uh, good for you, luckily, man. And I luckily found something else that I can, um, that I can go do. And, and, and like I said, I, I serve two masters. I love working on cars, man. I love being that uh, part of that uh, industry. I love, I love doing it, man. And I, um, so, but I love music also. I think uh, so. I serve, you know, two masters. So. Well, again, the the taste that we've gotten of new generation kill music is incredible, and we are looking forward to everything you guys have coming down the road and real quick before i let you go what about the comedy yeah. you, you doing anything with the comedy now is that is that still happening i mean i so before covid i was starting to do stand-up and i had done it in phoenix at like three or four different places and i was doing it regularly and uh, basically i was just telling tour stories and fucking making jokes and you know just uh, being myself and uh when covid hit everything closed so um i haven't done it since last march which was a year and couple months ago um comedy stores are uh, the comedy all the kind of places are starting to open up a lot of them a few of them closed down and went away forever so like there's other ones popping up um i am gonna go do an open mic uh in like two weeks i signed up for it so i'll let you know i'll keep you posted, right but uh, that, 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 in a while so i'm probably gonna suck but whatever man that one story you told yeah. it's, where it's, it's, where where you took the massive shit? Do you remember? Remember that? That's yeah. yeah. That that was it was funny and disturbing at the same time. But oh, I swear oh, yeah. to God, like, like every few weeks, I that story pops into my head for no apparent reason. So it made an impact on me. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, because you're a fucked up individual, Mark. Yeah, so, you know, that's you're probably the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let me ask you a question. So yeah. Uh, what do you so what are you where are you where are you in the star wars universe well you know i watched the the mandalorian uh season two we watched that uh twice i watched it once just with my wife and then once with the my boys and right. loved it um i i'm excited for kenobi you know i'm really yeah. I, I guess it's i'm hearing only four episodes i don't know if that's been confirmed but it's, whatever i'll take whatever they have to give with that and yeah yeah 
I hope it's more, but if it's four, that's cool, man. But I, I really, really feel like the Mandalorian has just really um, turned things around, you know, and it, it, it is made for the fans. And as much as I like, you know, I'm not one of these people who hate the J.J. Abrams stuff or the, the new trilogy. I, I actually like it a lot, but I do think there was something about those where they were trying to update it and take it to the, you know, a contemporary place. And I respect that. Whereas the Mandalorian, I feel like is all about old school Lucas. You know, we go back to the way he edits it and it's cut and the, the, the dialogue, it's so star Wars, you know, 1980 or whatever, the original trilogy, what 77 to to 83, I guess was Jedi. But yeah. Yeah. But, uh i agree i agree yeah. with all that i agree with everything you said i uh i think that uh did you watch the uh, uh um the Mandalorian thing it's on disney plus they have uh like a documentary while they're making it and they i saw that the on there i haven't I, yeah i haven't watched that the interview i need to dude it, it it's fucking awesome because you realize that the people that are making this are you and me they know right. they know so much more. I mean, the one guy, the one producer guy knows every he knows more than it's like he knows more than fucking Lucas. It's fucking crazy right. how smart this guy is and how in, invested he is in this. And he's the main uh, main producer and, and with Favreau. And it's just the, all the directors are killer and they, they all come from there. And it's just I mean, I think it's going to change the way they do things going forward, um, including how they're going to do more solo stuff and how they're going to do just more movies. And I think it's going to change yeah. the game. And um, very impressed with how they've, uh, I, I was hoping, I knew that Disney wasn't going to ruin it. I knew that, uh, that Lucas wouldn't let it go into the wrong hands. And I think he's done a lot of the right moves and uh, really, really happy that uh, I get to watch that. And there's um, new Rick and Morty season in June. Stoked for that. Yeah. Um, so, I'm watching uh, Mayor of Easttown. Have you seen that yet? I haven't. Because, it's good. Because, so, so I, I haven't watched TV in like a month because I've been um, I've been studying uh, courses. So I've been reading and watching video for the last two weeks, just about Porsche information and trying to digest as much as I can, um, and then. Um, Upgrading my my uh, in, my intelligence level on on that those cars because I've been working in Volkswagens for six years, um, so uh, I'm upgrading to uh, the Porsche world, and I'm just gonna you know I'm just gonna focus on this, and then uh, you know the record is gonna take care of itself, and then uh, you know those paths will will cross, and I'll be able. So I haven't uh, indulged in anything um, except I did watch that documentary on Star Wars because I was falling asleep so i put it on right right and i end up watching the whole thing yeah. but, I, I should um, send you a link to one watch, of our recent episodes charlie from anthrax was on charlie okay. and he was talking about star wars with me uh, for okay a while. yeah so uh, it, all right you, charlie yeah. benante loved the solo movie what did you think of it i loved it man I yeah fucking, i thought it was I good too I, it was really I mean good. i had i had people go to me oh he's no he's still harrison like uh, you know come on man right when i turn those movies on i'm fucking 10 years old shut the fuck up like i don't right. care like i just you know what i mean i don't yeah. i don't i don't i suspend complete disbelief so i don't i 
thought it was fucking great. I love the actor that did the movie. I thought Chewbacca and him, how they met, was fucking brilliant. I yeah. thought that was such a great story. And, you know, I mean, it was the only misstep that I thought that they have taken was actually, I, I, I thought it and then I changed my mind on it. I loved Rogue One. Yeah, I love. I, I there's no. I don't think they've messed up on anything. Man. I think you know. <laughs> okay. Right. Maybe on a maybe on episode one, the, the two and three, the love story part of it, I can do without. But whatever, man. I mean, yeah. Whatever, man. Right on. Yeah. All right, Rob. We're gonna let you go, but we are totally yeah. psyched for the new generation. Kill music. Me too. MK man. Ultra will be the name of the record later this year, and in the meantime, we have. Uh, the single dropping this Friday with Gary Holt never relents, right? Yeah, that's it. Man. Awesome, awesome, cool. I appreciate your uh, your, you giving me, giving me, you know, give, yeah, yeah, cool. All right, Rob, take care. Bye, bud. Big thanks to Rob Dukes for joining me here on Talking Metal. We're going to talk with Brit Lightning of the band Vixen coming up on a future episode. And there's a lot more to her than just Vixen. So stay tuned for that. We got, again, that Talking Metal live stream and podcast form coming your way on this feed, too. And that's about it. I got to go put my kids to bed. And uh, Talking Metal Tuesday is when we post the podcast every Tuesday. Sometimes it's at 6 in the morning on a Tuesday. Other times it's at 11 p.m. on a Tuesday. But sometime within that 24 hours on Tuesday, I will try my darndest to get the podcast to you guys. And I got to tell you, it's not always easy. Sometimes it is easy, but it's not always easy. And I don't mind because I love it and I know you guys love it. And that's why you support me talking to me on Twitter tweeting out the guests you hear on this show, letting them know you enjoyed the interview, leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, or supporting us on Patreon and getting all that bonus content that only the 50 people on Patreon get to hear. And man, I I have numerous people, they tell me that's the best thing you do, Mark. And the only thing I can think is because I don't give a fuck. I just, I curse, I go off on people, I let loose man and you know why because i feel like no one really listens to it what if 50 people support me on patreon maybe half of those listen to it so i i do get a little rambunctious on there sometimes victor and i you know go off a little bit sometimes we go off on each other sometimes we uh you know have a little spirited debate if you will but it's always fun victor ruiz is almost always the co-host on that show with me so check it out. That's called the Mark Striegel podcast available exclusively to our patrons on Patreon. Anyone who pays $2 a month gets that every week, every Monday. All right, guys, take care. <laughs>